Welcome to the Agree to Disagree show, a show that discusses news, politics, and pop culture with your host, Luigi C. I want to see how many people I can agree to disagree with. We will try to solve life's great mysteries. Why is the sky blue? Why do we lean left or right? Why are we all nuts? Let's start the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 10 of the Agree to Disagree podcast show, live show. Hope all everyone's doing well tonight, guys. I hope you're going to join us in large numbers because we've got a treat for you tonight. Guys, like I do every week, let me remind you, we are going live right now on Facebook, on my personal page, on the uh, Agree to Disagree at Agree to Disagree show page on Facebook and uh, YouTube live as well. Um, guys, tonight's guest is a Montreal favorite and has um, become sort of a big thing on social media uh, and in general in Montreal. I'm a huge fan, so I'm super excited to have him uh, to have him here, uh, especially on a Friday night. It's not like we got anything else better to do on a Friday night because we're all in lockdown right now. Some of you may know him as um, Angry Martin, one of my favorite characters of his, uh, or Naive Brother. Or one of my favorites, uh, or the pissed off Sal. <laughs> Those are my top three. Um, ladies and gentlemen, help me welcome Montreal's uh, own Matthew Jofrida. He's he's fixing. He was fixing his hair. Did I catch you? You you almost caught me changing there. I was like, oh, take this off, and then I was like, oh boy, I'm coming on. I'm coming on. I was a, I was afraid because I see you in the lobby. I'm like, oh my god, is he gonna? Is, you he, is he getting naked? There. Is he getting naked or something? <laughs> Please, that is please. so good. That is great. That is great. Uh, yeah, how you doing, funny. man? That would be funny. <laughs> how you doing? Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah? How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great, man. Thank you so much for taking the time. I know you're a busy man. I really appreciate uh, you being on the show tonight, especially sort of like a, an anime. This is episode 10 for me. Episode 10. So, yeah, episode 10. It's so. a big number. I, I like it. I like it. It's a big number. It's a big number. Uh, slowly coming back. So I had uh, I'd started another podcast. I'm not sure if you know Tony Richo. I had done yeah. uh, a podcast with him prior to that. We reached 20, 25 episodes, and uh, I had to stop it for, for work purposes and all that. But so it's so good to be back. A um, little bit different thing that I'm doing now this time around. So really happy once again. I'm super psyched to have you on the show, Matthew. Nice. Have a, having me. Oh, man, my pleasure to have an interesting chat with you tonight. I think it's going to be interesting tonight. So before before we get that, for the people that don't know you, I don't think there's many in Montreal <laughs> that don't know you. <laughs> Tell us who's Matthew Jafrida. Uh, who is Matthew Jafrida? Who is, that's a good question. I don't even know. Um, it's, it's, not an it's not an exist existential question, eh? Yeah, exactly. exactly. We're, we're going to go deep now. We're going to go to the roots, right? We're gonna no, no, to, no. Uh, it's, not a, it's not a therapy session. <laughs> it's not? The first no, time no, 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 don't forget. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I'm basically Montreal-based uh, actor and social media content creator. Mm -hmm. Is I guess the best way to put it. I uh, film myself talking to myself and I post it online. Pretty much, it's, it's the slogan of the. It's basically what I do. I make comedic skits and I post them online: uh, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, and uh, you know all the all those fun websites and stuff. So that's pretty much uh, try to make as many people laugh as possible. I don't consider myself a comedian, but 
you know, it tends to be like that sometimes because all the videos are funny, but yeah. Yeah. Well, no, you, you see definitely, honestly, if I could say, um, you are a good actor and I'm not just saying that cause you're on my, uh, on my show, but, <laughs> um, I, I, I think now more than ever, especially what we're going through uh, in this day and age, which we're going to go into detail a little bit, uh, a bit later on, yeah. I think now more than ever, we really need to laugh, man. And, uh, for people like you, I know it's it's hard for people like you and comedians just in general and actors not being able to do what you love, but at least still having this outlet to to be able to do it online. Thank God yeah. we have those two, three minute skits to let us laugh because let me tell you, man, the last skit, for example, <laughs> that you're, you're lost in the in the woods oh, or whatever. Yeah. That remind me, remember that episode of the Sopranos? Ah, uh, Pine Barrens. Yes. 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 I swear to God, it was like Sal was Tony, uh, but he wasn't really there. And 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 brother and Martin were literally Polly and uh, and uh, Chrissy. Polly and Chris, yeah. Oh man, was that so funny? Oh, wasn't that a great? It wasn't that one of the greatest episodes that you've ever seen. Probably my favorite Sopranos episode ever. Hands down, same here. Period decorator. <laughs> but his his apartment looked like shit. <laughs> Gold, gold. <laughs> uh, yeah. Tell me, you know, uh, also besides being a content creator, I know that uh, you are the lead actor, if I could use that, in uh, Joe and Mary's Wedding. Um, uh, yeah. Tell us a little bit more about that, because honestly, I haven't seen it. I know a lot of Montrealers went out, and this is obviously pre-COVID. But yeah. um, tell us a little bit of premise about that, and when, do you know have any idea if that's ever going to get back on or? So, so like you said, I'm uh, one of the main actors mm -hmm. uh, in it. So in terms of like production wise and if it's still happening or not, I'm really, I'm just as clueless as you guys. So I don't know if it's okay. still happening or not. Uh, by the looks of it, it probably isn't uh, because they're not going to let, you know, the shows normally sell out like four or 500 people. And mm -hmm. even at the best part of the year, we were at 250 people outside only. Right. Yeah. So um Unless we make a Joe and Mary's wedding outside, you know, with mine and outside, everyone bring their snow coat and like that's it. That would make some snowmen. Um, Joe and Mary freeze to death in their, exactly. their wedding day. <laughs> exactly. Fine marriage edition. Um, yeah. <laughs> but so, um, yeah. So to put it simply, because I know there's so many people that kept asking, like, what what is it? Like, what exactly is the yeah. show? To put it simply, it's as if you're going to a real Italian wedding, but yeah. the whole honors table, best man, maid of honor. Uh, mo mother, father on both sides is all um, th th they're all actors, they're all staged and like stuff yeah. happens throughout the night, I won't spoil anything obviously, but yeah, so that's pretty much it so you pay to go to the show as if you're going to a real wedding and that's probably pretty much the comment that I, I received from the most amount of people is that, um, is that it just it feels like a real wedding yeah, yeah. basically uh, yeah Basically, our upbringing, what we what we lived through all our entire lives. Yes, yes, yeah. It's supposed to be in the 90s, 90s themed. So yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Oh, man, I gotta catch it. Hopefully, when things get back to normal, whatever that normal is, and whatever yeah, the new normal is. I hate using yeah. that uh, that that term. But uh, what what I want to ask you is is uh, besides this, has, have you done any other acting or um, besides Joe and Mary's wedding, and obviously besides your your content that you create online? Yeah. So um, I've been trying my best to like get myself involved in uh, as many projects as possible mm -hmm. right so um there was it was like a, a trifecta of like movies right now so there's one in august september and now we're in october uh okay. so in september um was in all three of them were short films um 
but properly uh, produced and uh, made so that like, like, like it basically good quality, good quality stuff. Mm -hmm. So um, in, in the short film world. Okay. So um, yeah, but uh, like that, that's my thing is that I try to get myself into as many projects as I can. And um, luckily as well, uh, my girlfriend and I, we have uh, been booking certain things, especially for like photo shoots and all that kind of stuff. So mm -hmm. um, it has been, has been, going well in terms of that it's slowed down okay. big time but uh, auditions are still happening and everything but yeah yeah it's quite a quite a time that we live on uh, we're living you know it, yeah. so so just on that point um you know i i i i obviously i say that you know art imitates life or life imitates art um how much of of your characters are based on what we're living through right now how much of uh, let's put it this way how much would is is your true Matthew Jafrida coming out, but through your characters? Um, I'd say I'd say there's a good portion. That, you know, obviously it's very like skit based. So there's some some skits will like the Martin skits, the Martin rants. We'll say are strictly like based on like what's going on and like yeah. kind of like a voice of the people. I try to think of Martin, and mm -hmm. uh, honestly, I try to keep him in the middle. Like you don't know. Whether he's like, for example, like Code Red, his his options were either you lock everything down or you leave everything the way way it is. Take what you want from that. He's not picking a side. He's just saying these are your options, sort of thing. Yeah. Right. Um, but then you got other skits where it's like, for example, like uh, Brother, like the for like not the forecast, but like uh, whatever. Like like for example, one of the latest ones was um, Brother and Sal, and they wanted to go to Sal wanted him to go. Um, collect money with him <laughs> yes yeah so, so that one there that's not based off of anything it's just probably like just previous like you know movies and all that kind of stuff that i kind of pieced that together and made it funny but i mean um like that's not based off of anything real we'll say right okay. but um yeah but i do find that when the videos are relatable mm -hmm. to people to just when they're relatable they do do much better yeah, they do. That's a key piece for anyone who is making content and everything. It's just be as relatable as you can. And you know, uh, we had a discussion prior to to going live today, and um, I'm looking really forward to seeing. You know, as you know, part of the show is is to discuss of what's really going on in the world. Yeah. And it, here's a great segue: is let's start with with the state of the world right now. And when we say the state of the world, the state of, of Montreal, the state of Quebec, Canada, and for globally. Uh, you know, prior to coming on tonight, <laughs> like like Martin, I got a rage, saw some posts online, uh, more planned um, protests this weekend, uh, government's trying to control us. Um, I don't know if you know, I'm, I'm completely like, I'm just for common sense. Guys, come on. They're just trying their best. We, yeah. we, we, we got to stick in this together. We, the reason why we're in this position, for example, if we're going to compare Quebec in terms of population to Sweden, which is very similar, is that it's very simple. It's a difference in culture. They listen to authority. It's very simple. We don't hear. We question everything. I'm not saying it's not good to question something, but let me ask you, what 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 the fuck is going on? What, what do you think is happening right now? I mean, this I I think I think we're collectively losing our mind as a society, honestly. Um yeah, and you know what? <laughs> the, 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 the issue, the issue is is that. I'm going to, I'm going to say there's like literally two different, there's two 
general views to the virus. Like it's it's like real and then it's not real sort of thing. And then in there, there's a bunch of subdivisions. So the people who think like this is not real, then it's like it's fabricated by the government. Uh, there's the, the the idea that like it's it's not as bad. It's just like, you know, what about all the other um, uh, viruses Blues, yeah. and everything, right? And then the people who think that it is real, it's like, well, we need to give everything up and we need to close everything down and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I, I it, 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 it's scary when you really think about it because there's just so many different, you know, groups and people and um, thought processes and all, and all that kind of stuff. Um, my view i get not not not, not my i'm not gonna say my, not my view how i'm handling this because because yeah you, because they're, they're, yeah because there's a difference between the two right how you're handling it and what your view is exactly what well, my view is and, and how i'm handling because my view it, again it, there's always like everyone has a everyone has a story it's fabricated by the government and they give you the ideas and you're sitting there and you're like yeah that makes sense um quick question are we allowed to swear on the podcast absolutely okay cool <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> okay um so, um, yeah, so people like it's fabricated by the government They give you their things and you're like, oh, that makes sense. Um, you know, and then some people are like, no, it's true. Look at the numbers. People are in the hospitals and everything. It's like, well, that's true too. So I, I don't know. Um, my thing is that like, I'm seeing this more and more often is the fact that like, I had know some people who went in to go get tested, signed up, um, basically left because the lineup was too long. And then two, three days later, they get a paper saying they tested positive when they didn't take the test. So I've, I've heard that a couple of times. Um, Mike, I don't know if, Mike Lucci, I don't know if you know about him on Instagram. He did a, a story post today as well about him hearing the same thing. So okay. I'm kind of inclined now of almost going to get tested, leaving, and just to see what I get because like that bothers me a little bit because now the numbers are fake and, and then you can't yeah. trust people. And, and, and that's like, that's almost like a hard fact. You can almost say, yes, it's funny. Right? It's, it's funny you say that because, um, today a friend of mine texted me the exact same thing, which you just said. Yeah. A friend of so his I'm went hearing, I'm hearing that more and more often. Now, again, there are there people being getting sick. Are there people? Y yes. Yes, there are. All right. There's, there's something going around. Uh, does the mask help? Yes. The mask help, whatever it may be. But the hard fact is that if I go in and I don't get tested and I get a positive result, that's a problem. <laughs> yeah, there, there, there's a definite problem there. I'm not going to argue with that. Uh, I mean, it, if, that. I'm not saying that if that does happen, then everything is a, a scheme. Yeah. But, no, but we, we, that's an issue. <laughs> yes, it is an issue. It is an issue. What, that I mean, honestly, I have no comeback. I have no explanation for it. Neither yeah. probably and you I'm, or any. Yeah, I, I don't I, get yeah, how that could even happen, right? I, I think I don't know if, if the system is so overwhelmed that uh, it, they they're just trying to pass as many tests as possible and stuff like this is happening, which is no excuse, but it of it evidently is because it's not coming from one or two people. Uh, you just said it. I just got her today, and I've heard it. Other people posting it online is it's that's not what i have an issue with what i have an issue with is guys it's not a debate whether this is real or not this is the way i see it this is just yeah. my opinion yeah. just because i'm 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 heavily heavily opinionated but this is just my opinion i'm like we're, we're not getting anywhere with protests we're not going to get anywhere we're not going to get anywhere by by saying 
oh, the mask is not helping. Well, maybe, yeah, well, the mask does help in a certain way. What happened to, I mean, and we're both content creators for the positive guys, right? Yeah. So what happened to just, guys, let's just look out for maybe the more vulnerable in our society. What happened to that? Yeah. It's, it's, it, I know it's such a simple um, way of looking at it, but it's the truth, right? Because the vulnerable are the ones that are going to be sick. The young technically are not getting sick. The healthy are not getting sick. So we have to prefer, uh, we have to obviously protect the people without autoimmune issues and our elderly that are being affected because the majority of deaths have been in nursing homes, for example. Yeah. And it's, it's not even a fact that like the young aren't getting sick. The problem right now, from what I hear, is the young, right? Is the 20, 30s, uh, the teenagers, whatever, who, yes, go to parties, go all that kind of stuff, are carriers of it and pass it on to older people. But like, they're carrying it. They are getting sick. It's like a common flu. They're passing it, but then it is the people they're, they're passing it to the people who are more at risk, who do end up in the hospital, who do clog the hospital system. You know, again, even the hospitals, I've heard certain people even say like, my hospital's empty. Well, like, I'm not like, well, like, why? I don't even know what to say to that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Again, again, but regardless of that, now I had said before, well, that the viewpoint versus how I'm reacting and how I'm acting to it. Um, look, I wake up in the morning and I, if I have to go to shoot and I have to go to work and I have to go into a store and they say, listen, I, I, I need you to put on a mask. You know, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm constantly moving forward. That that's always my mindset with, with, with whatever it is work with. Um, I, I need to, I need to buy a new battery. I need to buy a new lamp or whatever it is. Um, I got to go to Walmart, but the only way I can get into Walmart is by wearing a mask or else I'm going to have an issue with the police. And then I have to give my thing and I have to show yeah. me. I need to move forward. So I'm going to put on the mask. I'm going to go in and do what I got to do. And I'm going to come out. As soon as I walk out, I take off my mask because I'm allowed to take off my mask. Sure. So, okay. So let me ask you a question on that. Yeah. Do you see it? Because I just, and, and I know I'm going to ask it from now on to, to every guest is, do you see it that we're losing our individual rights? Do you <laughs> see, do, do, you. You, do you see it that way? Because so. this, this is what drives me crazy if you choose to live in a society society unless you live in an anarchist society has rules okay mm -hmm. if the rules say for the general public health rule says to walk into an establishment you need to wear a mask if your kids want to go to school whether you disagree or agree with it need to wear masks whatever the case may be don't you have to follow it yeah. i i i, I yeah, no, 100%. so and in regards to that you know, it, it can almost, it can, you can almost say like, I want to go to Walmart naked. Well, I can't do that. I got, I got to wear clothes. Right? That's pretty much it. Oh, yeah. Like no one, no one's complaining about, oh, I'm forced to wear clothes. Yeah. But I, I'm, more, I'm most comfortable naked. No. So anyway, maybe, <laughs> maybe, I'm, taking it to, maybe I'm taking it to an extreme. No. But, or maybe I want to go to Home Depot and take a shit in a toilet bowl. That's in, and that's, has no to be. Whatever it may be. But now it's because it, it's it's new, right? So it, now it's like, okay, now we got to wear these masks. Here's my thing. Because people are like, oh, first it's the mask, right? Then you're not allowed to go into Walmart unless, you know, you, you have this app on your phone. And then from the app on the phone, you're going to, you know, and then it's going to come to the point where you're just constantly monitor or, or whatever it is. Uh, when we're, when I intend on speaking up and saying, hmm, I don't know about this is when that is gonna happen right now i just gotta wear a mask <laughs> that's it well that, that, that that's you brought up a great point is 
you're basically fighting what what this is the next step this is what's going to happen what's next we're going to be in concentration camps guys this is not germany 1914 guys honestly come yeah. on get a grip and, here and, and sadly and sadly enough there is much worse right now that is going on in other parts of the world thank you much 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 worse right so yes. like you know th there's there's um yeah, there's, geez, I mean, there's people flying back to uh, Armenia right now to to fight for their land, right? Yep. I'm almost guaranteed. I'm almost guaranteed that a hundred percent of those people would rather put on a mask right now and go into Walmart than you know have to deal, have to have to you know go 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 through what they're going through. I'm sure. so I'm so glad you brought that because uh, brought that subject up because I just posted it a couple of days ago. I said, guys, meanwhile, while we're fighting about protesting about wearing a fucking mask. People are dying, and there's literally another genocide going on in Armenia, and between Armenia and Azerbaijan. I'm not going to start getting into that yeah. subject tonight, but guys, let's put this into perspective. And thank you, Matthew, for bringing so, bring that up. Perspective is is, is is huge. I'm always about perspective. It's like whatever um, whatever is going on, um, a flat tire, or whatever it may be. It's like like look, the flat tire it sucks in the moment. I'll have my ten seconds of like, fuck, this sucks. Yeah. But then it's like it could be so like Gary V. I know you you listen to him, right? Yes, yes, yes. I was gonna split second of like I can get a text right now saying that like one of my close family members passed away, and that flat tire is gonna mean absolutely shit. Yeah, right. So, like perspective is huge. And, it and is about perspective. My perspective right now is that I can go about living my life almost almost the way it was for me, anyways. You know. Um, everyone is in different situations, so I'm not Absolutely. generalizing myself. Everyone's in different situations, but yeah, like I can continue living my life and just got to put on a mask. So as long as I have a mask in the car, we're good to go. And that's it. Right. So that's the way Joe, I kind of like forward movement. Cause we don't know what's going to happen in a year from now in, you know, what's gonna happen tomorrow morning or what it is. So it's just, I'm grateful for the moment I'm, I have right now. Right now I can still go to Walmart. Imagine if everything was closed, like everything, like yeah. all, everything lockdown extreme, like, yeah, it's and you know uh, Joe ben, uh, Joe Bentivenia says smart man. Right now the mask is important. That's all. That's it. Um, it's it's so it's so true. You know, just yesterday I was. Ah, sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. I was on private chat, I'm like, there's nobody commenting, and now you just said that, and I switched over to comments, and there's like a list of comments here. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of comments that I was I was I just don't want to interrupt you while you were talking. All good. Um, but but just yesterday I was lamenting with my wife. I'm like. You know what, hun? Uh, you know, I'm just I'm, I'm taking this hard, man. It's pretty sucks, you know. Not seeing my family, my friends. I'm close with my friends, and she looks at me. She's like, "Can I ask you a question?" She goes, "You're seriously asking me that?" I'm like, "Yeah, sorry, go ahead." <laughs> Am I in trouble? She's like, "Are your kids okay?" Yeah. Am I okay? Yeah. What else matters? I'm like, "Okay, I'm gonna carry on with my day." Thanks. <laughs> Boom. Perspective got me out of my my little bubble that I was, yeah. you know, lamenting and feeling sorry for myself because. God knows, man, there's a lot of people out there that are not in good positions right now. And that leads me to, you know, the, the, the effect that this, 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 um, this pandemic is having on businesses uh, and in turn touching up so many other things. I'm not sure if you know, a lot of my friends are in, in, in the restaurant business, bar business, reception Same. hall business. Same. Um, I'm truly, truly worried for them. Uh, and I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. I don't care at the risk of repeating myself. I worry for them because I've seen how hard these guys have worked. 
um, all their lives and to perhaps see it go down the shitter in, in literally months, uh, it, it's really affecting me. Um, but, but, and I don't know if I could segue this way. Um, when I see what's been going on in Montreal and Martin, I'm sure is going to agree with me on this. <laughs> um, not only you have the perspective of what's going on with a pandemic, then you have our mates, uh, that I, I don't even know what to, cause I, I can't even invent names to call her. And, and I'm going to try to stay as, as gentlemen as I can, um, building bike paths and inadvertently affecting businesses that are just incredible. And, and listen to this. Okay. Um, Montreal uh, recently uh, announced, the city of Montreal, uh, a subsidy for express bike lanes, businesses and merchants that were affected by express these bike lanes. It gets better, okay? So here are the, um, the amounts. Are you ready for this? You're already yeah. sitting down. For businesses of 22,000 square feet and under, $2,500. From 2,000 to 5,000 square feet, 37.50, and 5,000 square feet, $5,000. Now, let me ask you. Buy bread. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> let me ask you. How long do you think, respectively, 2,500, 37.50, and $5,000 are gonna are gonna last for these merchants? First of all, <laughs> most of them are closed. Is it a year? Is it? Uh... No, no. This is a one-time, one-time, uh, one-time, oh, one-time thing. thing. Yeah. Why yeah. not? Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, sorry. Let me, let me just clarify this. So, yes. She's giving these businesses this money as a sorry for putting a bike who were affected by the bike paths that she put in front of their places. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, why not? The, <laughs> the financial assistance program is for businesses whose losses amount to at least 15% of the gross profit and located in a sector affected by major works, but, re <laughs> but remain accessible. How much further from reality could you be? I, I just, I, I do. I'm just, once again, the risk of repeating myself, it's just because I need to speak to and get the view of so many people is, is, how is this possible? How could she do it? Uh, I just, I don't understand it anymore. And to like, this is a slap in the face. What is, what are you going to do with $2,500 a month? Uh, uh, not a month, excuse me. $2,500. What are you going to do with that? Tell me. Yeah. I mean, I don't, well, I don't know if the, like even 15% of their gross, it, it, like what is it? Gross income, yearly income. Yeah. That's almost yeah. like, uh, it's almost like you're, like you're spitting on the, on the, on the, you know, like, do the, I'm not. I'm not even too good at math. But what? Fifteen percent, twenty five hundred of a fifteen. Fifty percent equaling out to twenty five hundred is what? Yeah, fifty percent of their gross profit, Matthew. Yeah. No. Exactly. Like it, it, that doesn't even that doesn't even make sense. It, it it doesn't make sense. I mean, not only you you have to you have to meet certain criteria to get a whopping twenty five hundred dollars. So so like my my. That's like seventeen thousand five hundred dollars of of profit. If I'm yeah. not mistaken, percent of that would be. Yeah, it, it's so stupid. It doesn't make sense. Oh. Now, you're, I you're, can't... you're bringing out Martin. I'm gonna get the red shirt. No, the, well, that's I was gonna ask. I was gonna ask Martin. <laughs> I, I was gonna ask Martin. I mean, Martin, comment tu vois ça là? Hey, absolute fucking you hit yourself, man. It doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> The fucking burger and coke I buy is more than $2,500, Carl, yes. 
What do you mean, Martin? How many square feet do you have at your store, Martin? That you have the cones in? Nothing, say nothing. They give me zero calls because I have a bike path takes up half the store. Or fucking national park take up the other half of the store. Then you have cones who take up the other quarter of the store. My whole fucking rest and the other half is under construction. God, yes. Ah, Sakama, man. Uh, I don't know. A lot of people are asking in the comments, how is she allowed to do this? Uh, we don't know. We don't know. It's literally, I don't know. It's the first time that I've, I don't know if it's the first time that I've seen this in municipal politics, that someone um, consciously is doing something that is hurting the businesses. This is what I don't get. I, I just, I, I don't understand this. Why would you purpose? She says, she goes on to say, I'm listening to the merchants. What the no. fuck are you listening uh, to? Sorry, sorry. That, that's, 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 that, that's fucking bullshit, man. <laughs> fucking bullshit. I tell you something. I, I, I think, I think, honestly, honestly, <laughs> I think it's very, very fucking simple. You're in charge. You're in charge. Of, you, you, you're not, it's not your, if you're in charge, it's not your business. You don't make a decision. You do. But you have to, even in business, you have to listen to that customer. But, the, but, the fucking people living here, man. That's the it. people living here and the people that voted her in. But unfortunately, there's like Mario from Mario Vino Restaurant, from Salumi Vino Restaurant would say a lot of tree huggers have voted for her. So. But, 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 but like, look, I don't know, but. In, in my like like the videos I post, it's pretty much all one sided. Everyone's pretty much agreeing to the whole yep. fact. Like, there's too many like there's too many bike paths. Yeah. Right. Do we need okay? Or you know what? Not even not even I'll even take a step back. I'll even give the benefit of the doubt. Bike paths for the environment, fantastic, no fucking problem, great. Is that what we need right now? That's my question. You want to plaster bike paths all over the fucking place? Go for it. No problem. My question is, is, is that what priorities, is that what we need right now? Nobody, nobody's hurting. No, no other things need Like we're going to, we're going to blow money on fucking bike path and light bulb. See like that, like that, that's what, like, that's where, that's where the priority is. Um, I guess it is because, uh, she, she didn't lie and, and that was her campaign promise and she kept to it. And despite everybody telling business is literally begging her begging her guys you're ruining us you are ruining us because when you go shopping you don't go shopping with a fucking bike i'm sorry you don't shop and you don't stop and, uh, with a bike avocado and a piece of toast and bagels man i don't know but if you if you have to feed like what's his name there with uh the the the, the family groceries could be uh all worth 12 dollars and 50 cents but it's like our ex premier ex premier 75 dollars what was it 75 dollars a month <laughs> on groceries, it's the fucking yeah. uh, water and uh, crackers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tuna and crackers. No, <laughs> man, forget <Yeah>. it. <laughs> Tuna is too expensive. Forget it, man. Oh, shit, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You know what? The only good thing about this, I see this for you, is that you're going to literally have content for the rest of your life. Mar Martin has Martin is set. Like I'm so happy <laughs> I've developed this character. I'm, I'll be completely honest. I'm so happy I have Martin because it's like, I can just sit at home, watch the screen, and just bang, bang, bang every day, yeah. you know? So, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I just want to read the one of our uh, our positive guys said, some Montreal had no business because of the language barrier, now bike paths. Yeah, yeah. Luca. Luca, Luca, what's up? By the way, I got to send you the, the video soon, so I'm not, I didn't forget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, j j just so that for you guys don't know, 
uh, uh, Matthew has been uh, creating content for the Positive Guys uh, podcast, and uh, I had them on a couple of uh, shows back. And now I recently did my first one with them. So uh, we're kind of colleagues. Oh, yeah, we're colleagues. We don't get paid, but we got we're colleagues. Yeah, we're colleagues. We're colleagues. colleagues. We're gonna wear the mask and we go to work, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so exactly. So you know what's funny here? Perfect thing, especially about the businesses. Uh, my girlfriend lives in Toronto, and mm-hmm. I've been recently this year. I've been going to Toronto a lot. Okay. Uh, and I just the first time I was there, and I was really there, and I was driving around and stuff. It's just like like so many businesses. Yes. And so just on the streets. Like on one street, you'll have like six different like clothing, uh, like dry dry cleaners. I'm like, how are they all in business? Like, I don't get it. Like, how is everyone, you know, I mean, there's probably some shitty shit going on there. Don't get me wrong. Um, fucking south shit going on over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we we got to get in on that, Matthew. Exactly. <laughs> the fucking pricey t-shirts to get clean. <laughs> what the fuck? But, uh, but then even in, in bigger malls, it's like I noticed certain stores, like well-established stores that are in there. And I'm like, why don't we have this? It's like, ah, yes. Okay. It's like, like the, the, the perfect shop is the title. And it's like, ah, you can't, that, can't, that won't work in Quebec. You can't have the perfect shop. It's the you know, magasin parfait. Bello, uh, yeah. Like, and yeah. Like, I don't want to do all that. And then I got to change and different skews and all that shit. And like all that kind of stuff. It's like, you know, um, no, like it doesn't, um, like, it, it, like the language barrier was a, was a big, big problem. And now this type of shit, it's like, oh, I, I can only imagine. Well, we're gonna. I think we're gonna get into that a little bit later. But um, I wanted to touch on uh, on another subject, um, uh, a little bit more serious, and, and get your take on this. Um, I'm not sure. Have you taken the drive down uh, Notre Dame lately? From yeah. right before you get da- uh, downtown, all the way to basically, uh, let's say, Vio and Pinef. Vio, I mean. Have you seen the the, the homeless encampment? Okay, so we're talking like okay, perfect, great. We're talking about on Notre Dame. Yes. You're going. Um, you're going west. Yes, down t- towards right. downtown. Yes, from the east end. Yes. We're yep. talking about your 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 right hand side. The big yes, where the, the big side. patch of grass that's basically owned by I believe CN. Okay. Um, I, I just I wanted to know, have have you have you seen this? Oh, I have seen it multiple times. Um, okay. First. I'm not going to lie. I'll be completely honest. I wasn't mm-hmm. sure. I'm like, is this homeless or cause some of them are like, like, like tense and like, it looks like they're set up pretty well. I'm going to say. Yes. Right. Yeah. So I was like, is this people just like, cause you can't, you can't go anywhere. You can't camp. Like Airbnbs were closed and all kind of stuff. So I'm like, is this just people finding a green space and like going outdoors and camping for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then I, but like, as I passed by, I'm like, okay, no, like, like, like this, like, this is not, these are not just people no. this is homeless here. And I'm like, well, yeah, like I've noticed that this year, especially. Yeah. So, so, um, Angelo Shortino just asked, what's up with that? People intense, good subject. Alou. So basically, um, what it is, there was a self-imposed deadline, uh, on August 31st where the city was going to um, try to force them out. They haven't left. Um, the, the, uh, this, the deadline came and went basically what, what this is, is that, um, it's an encampment forced by um, a lot of construction projects downtown and the rising costs uh, of apartments and the lack of social housing. Okay. Um, okay. Apparently there is 23,000 people currently on a waiting list 
at l'Office municipal d'habitation de Montréal to uh, go into affordable housing. Uh, so needless to say, uh, this is a crisis because yeah. uh, winter is just around the corner. Um, what do we do? What, 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 I mean, it's, it's, and this is, this is even after three shelters being open. But when I say three shelters, we're talking about maybe 65 places here and there. Uh, I mean, so like, where did it go wrong? I mean, I don't want, I don't want to be mean here. It's, it's not a, I'm not saying in terms of the image of the city, uh, but where are we going? Are we going to end up another LA here? And for those of you that don't know, there's about 70,000 people. Uh, that's when I posted my video when I was driving on Notre Dame. I said, are we the next LA? There's 70,000 people living in the streets in LA. Okay. Just, let's just put this into perspective guys. Um, so I, 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 I'm, I'm really concerned for, for many reasons. I'm concerned for the homeless. I'm concerned for the people that live around there. Uh, and I'm just concerned for the general being of this problem that I think is only going to get worse with rising interest, uh, rental costs. Um, and my other question is also, is it really up to the city to build a waiting list of 23,000 affordable housing people? Where's the, where's the, where's the problem here? Is it that people don't want to work? Is it people don't work certain jobs? Sorry. Or, or is there just not enough jobs? I don't know what the solution is. Um, I, I, I don't know what the solution is either. Um, however, to just tie it back to what we said about bike paths, not making a joke here or anything, our priorities. Thank you. And, and, and that's it. And that's it. Yeah. You've, got, you've got just that section on Notre Dame of people who we clearly see are homeless, yet we've got $5 million to... I mean, build bike paths or whatever, whatever, whatever money. Uh, there was a five million. No, they gave five million dollars to the, the the fucking language police there. Whatever. <laughs> okay, well, right? yeah. yeah okay, well, like you know that that's like that's like okay. You know what? We've got people in the streets, and we've got we've got stores with English names. So we need to yeah. fix the stores with English names first. Like, like it, I'm sorry, no. Like it, anyway, that bothers me. Um, but but it, 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 there's no reason to say sorry. It, it's just it's like, like. Even even with that five million dollars, you know, even if you want to buy straight up face value, like not even foreclosed homes, like just straight up like block apartments, you know, yeah. you could probably pick up what like maybe like four of them or whatever the hell for the government, and they just put people in there. I don't know. You know, like I'm just there's there's maybe it's a small aspect, but it's better than giving five million to the. I, I, that's my opinion in, in 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 that sense. I I think your opinion is is totally is totally relevant. Lives versus language laws yeah let's hire let's hire another uh what was it 100 employees at the oqlf meanwhile there's people unless living sorry could you just cut off there for a second sorry unless you want to hire those guys who don't have jobs right now who are homeless <laughs> yeah jobs then we're talking sure i'll have okay at least they have a job better than the sleeping them and they have a real job and even though i wouldn't consider a real job working at the oqlf they shouldn't even exist in my opinion but that's another story uh actually i will talk we will talk about a little bit more or less than that but um it, i i think we, we we got a potential social uh catastrophe here we really do because here's a clear uh example of misappropriation of our money 
Yeah. Uh, and you say, and a complete lack of, you know, you say it so many times, empathy, right? Yeah. Our, our, our mutual hero, Gary V says empathy. Yeah. Um, and, and, and prioritizing, you know, they, they say, they say you could tell so much of a, of, of a power of a country, a powerful country by the way that they treat their most vulnerable. That's what you could say. And let me tell you what I'm seeing right now. Okay. Prioritizing everything else, fucking bike paths, language laws over highest unemployment rate and homelessness that's on the rise to the fact that they literally are on by a highway in front of a river a couple of months removed from our winters and our winters aren't exactly nice for those of you who are that are watching from outside of montreal yeah so my question again is where where are our priorities they're, they're honestly they're not in the right place right um Angelo McConey says they could stay at my reception hall. It's empty, right? Completely empty right now. <laughs> yeah, and just not much going on, right? Um, thanks, for, thanks for that. Uh, Joe Bittavenia says Matthew is too young to remember the referendum and how we were treated. Yeah, <laughs> Matthew, how old were you when the last referendum was? What was that? <laughs> uh, Ninety. I don't remember, man. It was so long ago. Ninety-two, I think. Ninety-one. 90, yeah. I could be. I could be totally off, but um, that, was a, that was a thought. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pa Parignotto said, "I'm voting for Martin. Vive le Quebec ensemble, tabarnak." <laughs> oh, that, that, that is it. Ma Martin got a vote, and he got a vote. I got a vote. I yeah. I knew it was going to happen. I don't I don't know why like, unless unless there is unless I'm I, I don't know about it and like I'm just just into my stuff and I don't know but like why they do all these like um polls on ctv right like would you think this or do you think this mm -hmm. what about having like the same way we do votes regarding who to choose as a leader but now this leader has five million dollars we want to build this or we want to do this let's actually vote on it like yeah. and people would actually vote and if you don't vote you don't vote and like because personally speaking i would have never voted for a ferris wheel that doesn't fucking spin <laughs> one of my two million dollars like that makes absolutely no sense <laughs> I love I I really love that. I love that idea. How about you know what? Let me see your platform. And if you don't really follow your fucking platform, you're out of office. How about that? We vote you in, you don't follow your platform, you're out of office. Can we do that? There's there, there's that. There's that because everyone likes to make promises and like, yeah, free ice cream on Fridays for the whole fucking country, and like we're, we're good, like you know, <laughs> but like yeah, like, but literally that, like, okay, look, this is the budget. We, I want to spend $5 million. Here are three different projects. Yeah. Project who gets the most votes, well, we'll get the most votes. And that's it. I the love majority, it. Majority wins. So it's always been like that. And, you know, if you could do both, fantastic. You could do both. But if not, it's like it, they prioritize. Or here, here's a crazy idea. Okay. Here's a project. This is what these, these are projects. Which of these projects are going to bring the most value to our society? How about that? Is that is that a little bit too socialist or a little bit too left leaning or too crazy? No, well, I mean th that that's them sitting down and having common fucking sense, which is not there right now. <laughs> it's there, right now. It's never there. Come on, no, you're being there. too kind. Because because you would you would you would you would think like you know, there's homeless people or the language laws. I mean, any like I don't I don't know like why like it's human lives versus like, I'll give you again the benefit of the doubt. Great, mm -hmm. yes, there's. Okay, there's a there, we want to preserve the language and other thing, but right now you can do that. But right now, is that what's the priority? 
Yeah. No, let, let me let me let me explain to you what's important. Okay. Here here's another. This is a great article uh, from my favorite newspaper, La Journée de Marial. Um, saying that sarcastically. Um, September written September 24th from Mathieu Buck Côté. What a name. Wow. I don't even know this guy, and I don't read the Journal de Marial, but I came across this article and I just I I, I, don't know, I nearly fell off my chair. In the middle of a pandemic, <laughs> in the middle of literally the English community in Montreal having literally, and I'm going to use literally a lot, no English schools left because we've given three quarters of them away. Yeah. Years of Bill 101 finally working its 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 magic for them because basically you know our English community is gonna is gonna be real down to nothing. Um he's saying Cette illusion vient de se déceper. So basically he's saying, for those of you that don't understand French, it's been a couple of weeks now that the CAC could have been passed by, could have been disguised as a nationalist party, a separatist party. But this illusion has disappeared. You want to know why, Matthew? Listen to this fucking clown, okay? Um, en gros, le gouvernement du François Legault décide d'accélérer l'anglicisation du, du système collégial à Montréal qui travaille déjà à notre assimilation. Oh, Jesus Christ. Just because... Um, um, he he fast tracks some extra money to Dawson College, and that uh, a large number of francophones are going to English uh, CJEPs, uh, and we don't have many. <laughs> Let's put it that way in in Quebec. Oh. But here's this guy, uh, and, and if we're going to throw statistics to him, in the middle of a pandemic, he's worried about uh, being being lied to, and that we're assimilating the French culture and French people. <laughs> I just. I've, I've, you know, I'm 45. I've lived here all my life. It's never going to go away, man. It's never going to go away. You know, it, yeah, I, I, I get it. And uh, my, see, my, my, my way of, of, of proceeding with this stuff and, and with, with anything, I'm not a big person for like confrontation and stuff. It's kind of like, you don't like it. I don't like it. It's like, okay, great. Let's just move forward. Like, Again, I go back to the beginning itself. I don't know how much time there's like, like you never know. Nobody knows how much time you have left. Uh, for me, a clock can end three months from now, could end 40 years from now, 60 years. I, I, I don't know. I just, you just got to get done and do what you want to do while we're here. Yeah. While we're here. And that's it. Right. So that's, that's my thing. Whether things change or not and all that kind of stuff. Like the minute, the minute, it, like you, like you start, like, the minute it starts getting bad, bad, that's when obviously things are going to start to change. But I, I still don't think it's like it's seriously bad right now. And, and, I mean, in terms of like, my, my mindset went to like the whole COVID thing about like the rules and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Right? So in, in terms of that, it's like, you know, he wants to like, he, he, he's, he's thinking this and there's still people fighting for the language laws and all that kind of stuff. Like, okay, great. Like you want to, you want to spend your time on that? Like go for it. Like just leave me alone. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, but, I know, and I know people are gonna say that yes, okay, it does affect me indirectly and through things, all kind of stuff. But I just choose to see the positive side of stuff, and just you know, I'm good to go still, and no problem. Yeah, and see, that's why you're probably gonna live a longer life than me. See, this rages stuff like this rages, <laughs> rages, rages in me, uh, and uh, why? Because we literally have nothing left, right? Um, a lot of us have left. 
just given up, right? Because you're finding a losing battle. Because like I said, years of uh, the law, Bill 101, working its its effect. And um, soon, I mean, another one or two generations, we're not going to have any English schools left because all the immigrants coming in have to go to um, to uh, to French school. Uh, it just, it bothers me when you try, you see here, here's, it's, it's fear mongering again. You're just trying to, because they know when, when I say they are nationalists and separatists, they know that it's a dying cause. The younger generation, the Francophones don't give a shit anymore. They care about, am I going to have a good job? Am I going to be able to live? Am I going to have a good fruitful life? That's all they care about. They don't give a shit whether or not the PQ is in power whether or not Bill 101 is there, frankly, they probably look at it the other side. They say, you know what? I'd like to learn English. So this is why it gets to me. It's because you're trying to play with play with words and, and trying to make a false narrative of that there is a problem amongst Anglophones and Francophones. On the contrary, there isn't. You're just trying. And I find this irresponsible journalism. Here it is. We're just trying to 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 protect whatever English institutions we have left, and you have a problem with that on top of that as well. Yeah. So it it, it literally comes down to like English trying to protect the English and stuff, and then you got the French trying to protect the French, and like we can't mix, so we're like just smashing heads versus like combined sort of thing. Yeah. Look, I mean, look for me, it comes to the point where like everything is. Like, like, like literally let, let's like go to the extreme it's very bad there's no more english there's like four english people left in the fucking province and i'm like <laughs> one of them it's like look i gotta move to toronto i'm out bye yeah like like again positive thinking just kind of like the you know i'm out you want to stay here you want to be french no problem everyone you're gonna deal with outside of the, the border is gonna be english yeah you'll get french but it's gonna be very difficult sort of thing unless you want to live in your own like I, that, like I don't know how that like I, I don't think it's thought through properly to be to be honest no it's not it's, it's not, not true so but then again in terms of my own stuff it's like right now everything is going okay it's you know it's it's you know yeah there's some days where like stupid shit comes out but like i, I think everyone agrees on the on the stupid shit of like the bike pads and the misspending of money because whether you're a separatist or not everyone's paying taxes yeah. Except for Sal. Sal, <laughs> <laughs> Sal, 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 Sal didn't come up uh, at this. I thought he'd be raging with, with you know, and especially with the, the all the construction contracts that he can't make money off anymore because the government's looking at everything, right? <laughs> so uh, how's Sal making money these days? Hey, Sal, how are you making money these days? Fucking Kijiji. <laughs> what, what are you selling on Kijiji? Taking the cones from my construction site and selling them on Kijiji back to the fucking government. It's a fucking, it's a fucking good business. Never mind, man. Had I had the insight, I would have invested in that business with Saul many, many years ago. Yeah. Do you know yeah. that? Do you know that the city of Montreal, you know how much money they spend? They don't buy them, by the way. They rent those, yeah. eh? By the day. Is a cone is like something stupid, like eight dollars a cone? Could it be so, something like that? I, I haven't seen the figures. Uh, but it, it's just could, could do the math. Can you imagine? Oh yeah, you yeah imagine? No. It's actually, it's actually, it's stupid. I, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, um, I, I wanted to. I haven't. I came across a story. Uh, one of the last topics I want to discuss tonight. 
it's I want to get your 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 take on it because you're not a parent, right? No. Okay, so so you see, this is another story that enrages me, but and I can't even believe it's a story, okay? Before you start your story, sorry, yeah. just say this. Go ahead, go ahead. It's 30 cents to a dollar fifty per cone per day. Wow. How many cones in Quebec? There's not one street that you don't see a cone. Matthew, yeah. after we, we get off this podcast, let's can we can we look into this and start our own business? Yeah, see, there you go. Look, Tony Campione just just yeah. said dollar fifty per day. Yeah, dollar a cone per day <laughs> times what a hundred thousand? I don't know how many cones there are. Let's even give like a modest like a modest one. Let's do some quick math here. Come on, nope. Merv Mondesi says, Tabarnak. Oh my God. A do- okay, wait, $1.50. I'm doing a thousand cones, which is a very respectable number. Okay. A day times 365 days. Mm-hmm. That's half a million dollars for a thousand cones. For a thousand <laughs> cones, which we know we have. <laughs> we have a lot more than a thousand oh, cones. Cones. <laughs> Jesus. Oh man. my God. Millions of dollars wasted on cones, and half of them are on the side of the fucking road. <laughs> Taking see that don't have more uh, the cone have more of a fucking den than I do. See, and somewhere there, there's gonna be four guys work not doing anything that could uh, help us. Move the cone who paid thirty dollar an hour. Yes, uh, oh, man, you love it. I love it. I love it. So he, here's a little offbeat story. Okay. Yes. Sorry. Um, this this because I'm as a parent, but I want to get your feedback on this. I like I said, I can't even believe this is an actual story, and it's a, numerous times I've seen it. There's a growing movement, Matthew, and they were even talking about this on uh, CJV or or I think it was uh, 95.9 the other morning. I had mm-hmm. to turn off the radio because I was going to break it in half. Uh, <laughs> uh, Nine thousand cones reported on the island of Montreal, Pagnignotto. Wow. Let's do the math on that quick. I'll get back to the story. Nine thousand. Yeah. Dollar Dollar fifty. That's thirteen thousand five hundred dollars a day. Yeah. Times a year. Three sixty. Three (laughs) sixty-five. Five million dollars. Five million dollars. Five million dollars. That's a snapshot right there of the podcast. Oh, wow. $5 million. On the island of Montreal. St. Jerome. Wow. Laval. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Oh, this is crazy. (laughs) For for those of you that are listening to the podcast afterwards, he just pulled out a mini cone from out out of the sky. My girlfriend got me a little cone. It's a stress thing. So when I see the real cones, I get stressed. Oh, shit. Oh, it's so good. Oh, shit. Like, that was planned. He pulled out a cone. I love it. Oh, man. Uh, oh, man we should have gone out on that. <laughs> on that note. But, okay, let's get back yeah, to the story. Sorry, sorry. This, yeah, no, that was good. There's a, there's an on, ongoing movement. Or just, just whatever, whatever, if you want to call it a movement. Um. Why you should, and once again, I want your take because you're not a father, okay? You're not a parent. Why you should ask your child's permission before tickling them. Okay. While tickling can be a great way to connect with your child, there are some unspoken rules around it. 
questions around bodily autonomy and consent are key things to examine, as well as your own attitude towards tickling. Have you been the person who tickled someone until they cried? Do you respect the signals your child gives you around tickling? It's an issue raised by Catherine Gray, who writes under the handle Unlicensed Woman on Facebook, whose post has polarized people about the issue of tickling. Now, let me ask you this. Are you fucking kidding me? Are, are you kidding me? Look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. If we were in the same room right now, I'd be tickling the shit out of you. <laughs> I'm fucking laughing like you're tickling me for real. <laughs> uh, oh, fuck, man. Okay. Am I just going to write this story off and just say that people really have nothing but else to write about or complain about nowadays? Like, what's going on, man? There's a, there's a lot. What do they call it? The, the, um, they're calling the calling people nowadays. It's a certain culture. The, so, the woke or social justice warriors or. No, no. It's like a, no, it's like a, a weak culture. Like, like they're like, people are, are weak. Uh, so the suppressed or uh no, there's a name it's something something culture it's like the um... I don't anyway, know. i'm not the month maybe maybe someone can figure it out or... yeah it's all right it's all right that's like a, a culture like um anyway whatever um but yeah like it's just like it's just like anything to like look there is stuff that is questionable and should not be done and like yeah it needs to be spoken about but then you just you can't jump on the bandwagon and just take it to random fucking i'm gonna ask for permission before like i i, I look at you or something like i'm not like it literally it's getting it's getting to that you know <laughs> fucked up culture sal fuck it like sal yeah, the carrot, like the, the Karens. Yeah, it's just, it's just, honestly, it's just like, like like literally everything, like like literally everything to complain about is being complained about, and it's just like there's nothing better to do. Uh, generation no. sensitive. Oh, hold on, Bridget Patchy says it's about invading space. Okay, we got somebody on the other side. That's okay. I can respect that. I can respect that, even though I mean, okay. yeah, it's uh, about it's about invading. Listen, guy, hold. Yeah. I, I'm I'm trying to I'm, I'm trying to think of like a <laughs> I don't know, man. Listen, I see. I, 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 I was tickled as a kid. You you turned out normal. <laughs> I, I turned out fine. I don't know uh, anyone who has been tickled and like. You uh, know, I don't know, man. I, I I don't understand anything anymore. My wife tickles my kids. They're literally crying of laughter. I mean, and I'm going to try to find the problem in this. Come on. are you? Because sometimes a person might say stop and they don't respect. Yeah, but hold on a second. We're, we're just... We're talking about children here. Yeah, but like... Exactly. So the thing is, is that like, yes, if there's if there's this stop hurting or whatever it is, then then, then yeah, like you got you can't tickle forever. Like tickling eventually, yeah, it does become like, like, you know, it's that feeling of like, you know, uh, especially like, like when you get poked here and you know, when you jump sort of thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I mean, like if, if it's, if it's, if it, yeah, if it's, if it's no, it's no, but again, we're talking about like kids, I, the, the article is about kids here, right? I don't go well, around yeah. 
grown fucking adults in malls and shit. I don't start poking people and tickling people, right? It's like, no. <laughs> I'd love to see that. <laughs> Dressed you know? up as Martin. Yeah, you just up Martin. Come here, tickle you, man, you know? Um, uh, <laughs> tickle yeah. away, man. It can so, be yeah, torturous. Can I don't know. Torturous. It can be torturous to, to some, yes. T tickling is a fucking torturous method if it's like if it's continued on i'm again i'm not like continuously tickling non-stop and like for fucking six hours straight right i don't know <laughs> not, like you know fucking tickle monster it's funny and like you know you announce it before you do it like that was the whole vibe sort of thing yeah that's the way i i see it i don't think yeah. it's uh you know I mean, if you're gonna I like tickling and uh, compared to like being spanked as a kid i can say okay being spanked is like that's not a good thing. You know, you're hurting the kids or anything, but it's it's tickling. It's like it's. But come on, we I got beatings as a kid. Are you kidding me? Now we're yeah. gonna have problems with tickling. Come on, a whole different other like thing, right? In terms of actually like the tickling, I, I don't I don't see that as like a. Again, with everything, right? Obviously, you know, breastfeeding. You're not breastfeeding. You don't, you don't stop breastfeeding at 15 years old, right? There's a certain age tickling too. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean. I see it, like you said, you know, the cooking. I see my wife does it, my kids. They say, oh, no, monster mommy's back. And she just, she'll throw them on the bed and she'll tickle them and they're laughing their heads off. I'm going to have a problem with that. I'm going to think that it's going to have an effect on his body image or whatever. Come on, fuck. It's enough now. Seriously, guys. It's not even the fact that I'm, I'm worried about the actual subject. It's the fact that it's even a thing. Someone would write an article about this and it's not the first time I hear it. How is yeah. this a thing? How do you find, are we running out of things to talk about or complain about or cancel culture about? Yeah, can, 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 uh, cancel culture. Uh, um, wait, is it that? I think it was that cancel culture. Maybe. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, cancel culture. Yeah, let's just cancel everything. We don't like it. Let's just cancel it. You know, it didn't exist. Let's just let's yeah. get rid of history. My, my, my girlfriend here wrote to me like politically correct, like sensitized, like a sensitized culture. Yeah, everything yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. PC correct, yeah. PC culture, cancel culture. It offends me. I need my private space. I've gone on, on and on in previous podcasts and vlogs that I've done. I mean, I, I, again, like it's, it's not a problem, you know, to have your space and to all that kind of stuff. Like, I, I totally, like, I'm totally for that, right? But like, you know, snowflake that Dario got it. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> culture that's that 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 was the terminology that i was thinking about i saw that today. yeah hopefully culture that's yeah that's doing. that's my buddy dario, dario vitali thanks dario your drive matthew was going crazy yeah you win you win a tickle fight is what you win but <laughs> yeah <laughs> pat ignoro says they should ban tickle me elmo <laughs> pat for sure that's next for sure tickle me elmo like for sure Sesame Street's gonna not know what this PC culture now. PC, oh, yeah, you yeah. Know, all it takes is Sesame Street. All it takes is one executive of Sesame Street to see that. Oh, guys, uh, let's have a staff meeting, guys. We're gonna cancel Tickle Me Elmo. It's uh, it's offensive. Yeah, it's gonna I give uh, some kids in years to life. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, man. Where are we heading, Matthew? Yeah, that's um. Where, I, where I, I don't I don't know, but if. Honestly, if I were to sit down and go through these articles and fight and all that kind of stuff, there'd be no time for anything else. No. And um, you know what? I, I'm taking uh, – I, I talk to friends about this. And, you know, when, when, when we do what we do, 
meaning we put a content out there, we open up ourselves to ridicule, right? Oh, 100%. Uh, so I don't know how you handle it. I have a new look on this, uh, and I've listened to my other hero. One is Gary Vee, and my other hero is uh, Joe Rogan. Yeah. Um, I don't engage anymore. I don't engage. No. So you 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 can't. You can't... Um... No, Bridget, I wouldn't let a stranger tickle yeah, my kids. I just, I just saw her comment, and um, that's that's different. That's not about that's not about tickling. That's that's not about tickling anymore. That's about like, 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 per, like I don't know how to say it, but like it's it's uh, um, like, like not stranger danger stuff, but like it's like stranger like like, like how you react to people. Like what's appropriate? What's exactly appropriate, appropriate exactly. behavior? Exactly. But when 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 someone's telling you how you should act with your own child, it's two different things, Bridget. Why not? Because I'm going to touch my child. My wife's going to touch my child. No one else is going to touch my child. No, it, it's not the point that it crosses. the The point that it says in the article and that they said is parents with children. This is what they said. So um, I'm just I, I'm just um, I'm just afraid about where we're going today. Stranger, a teacher, exactly. So if a teacher tickles a kid like that, that like no, that doesn't work. It's not appropriate. It's and not appropriate. appropriate. A and, stranger and that, and that and that is different. A, yeah. a cousin, an uncle, again. Hold on a second here. The, the, the whole situation is not black and white. Um, like I, I, I remember, like I remember as a, as a kid, like a young kid, my uncle would babysit, and I, I was very close to my uncle and everything, and. He would like that, that. That was his thing. Like that was like like his uh his prankster thing with me would be like like like, like tickling sort of thing. And okay, fine. Like that's not a like like as a, as a kid, but I was very mm -hmm. close to my uncle. Not all my uncles and aunts did that. Exactly, and not everyone's gonna go around tickling. Exactly right. But but I think we need to separate the two guys. I'm just strictly going with what I have read and what I'm talking about. I'm talking about an article stating a parent tickling their child and asking for permission come on let's let's get let's let's literally let's seriously get a grip here guys because i think we're going a little too far here we really are and that and that's just a symptom of of where we are in this society right now with cancel culture with something offends me i need my private time i need my quiet space this offends me i have a heart attack i see see trump on the screen i have a conniption fit you know wow man like like it comes down to like i'm gonna i'm gonna dress my child in jeans and a t-shirt but it's like but did you ask what your child wanted to wear yeah, like, yeah. it's no it's almost like a i'm i'm or you know what actually forget about clothes even food wise yeah does, does the child want to be vegan thank you so i'm gonna I'm, my, my kids gonna eat meat but did you ask sort of thing it's like well just just the way things were before were like at a certain point like eventually if they see certain things and they want to become vegan all that kind of stuff well then that's fine like i think there's like that that like understanding of like jesus christ e even my even my stuff this like quitting school quitting a job to do videos by myself at home and post them online and think of like oh i'm gonna turn this into a business is like what the fuck like go get a school go get a job and be like everybody else like just that alone is like a oh shit like this is new and like I don't know about this right yeah but like it, it it comes down to like adapting and not just not going too far and like 
you know, like I'm going to listen to the stomach because the amount of kicks is like the letters in the alphabet. And that's what maybe wants to be named. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, in essence, what you're trying to say is get a grip. I think we're, we're, we, we, we crossed that line. I mean, so on that note, so then we shouldn't basically baptize our kids. We shouldn't confirm our kids because we haven't asked their permission is that what they really want because on the same note we're going along if we're going to go we're going to go all the way then i'm going to ask him for everything look let's 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 put this right now we're deciding where my son's going to go to uh, high school next year okay he's okay. graduating he got accepted i asked the kid he's 11 years old okay he's 11 years old like joe rogan says your frontal lobe is not fully developed until you're 25 years old does the kid have the capacity to make a decision for himself does he no that's what the role of a parent is. Right? That's the way I see it. Bridget says it's about respecting boundaries like hugging and touching some kids like their hair played with. Others don't. So just respect everyone's wishes. We'll yeah. agree to... Yeah. Listen, I think we're agreeing to disagree or we're agreeing to agree. I'm not disagreeing with other people. Yes. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm not going to go up to some other kid and start like touching their hair and uh, you know what I'm saying? It's like you, 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 you ask sort of thing. And, and, yeah. and if that's the, if that's even the case, but like, again, this whole thing, like where we went, we went on like a tangent here. Like we went, like we took the situation, we went completely fucking like, down three detours and like fucking six construction sites. Like um, it's just parents, you have a kid. Should you ask your kid to tickle them before you tickle them? That, that was it. That, 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 that's what we're talking about here. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I think it's just, just going to go around in circles here. Um, Matthew, tell us where your content could be fine. Tell everyone watching. Um, so uh, Instagram. Yep. Basically, it's like my under under my name. So just Matthew Jafrida, what's written. Wait, hold on a second. I always have a hard time with this stuff. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Uh, look, you can see. Look. On the, wait, where's my name? <laughs> no. Wait. Just... Oh shit. Uh, yeah. Right. There. <laughs> um, Frida at uh, on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. I have an old Twitter account. If you're interested, I won't answer you there. But no, no, no. Twitter's Twitter's. It's it's a cesspool. Twitter, Twitter, Twitter's happening. Twitter's popping, but. I'm not, I'm not on Twitter very. Yeah, yeah, but Twitter's a cesspool. Let's stay away from there. Uh, Matthew, honestly, when when things go back to normal, I think we should we should get together, you and I, with the positive guys, have a great talk, have a few drinks. Um, I I really want to thank you for taking the time. It's been great. It's been a blast. I loved it. Really, really loved it. Um, I love what you do. I want to thank you on behalf of everybody watching, and a lot of Montrealers because you do have a lot of followers. Uh, for what you do, you make us laugh. You put a smile on my face, and I think I speak for everybody um, that you do put a smile on face on a lot of people. And God damn it, we need it right now. That's for sure. So Thank thanks you. again from the bottom of my heart. I think I speak for a lot of people. Thank you. I really, really, really appreciate that. All right, man. Yeah, Guys, thanks so much. Sorry, go ahead, Matthew. Yes. So we got we got Sicilian, half Sicilian, half Portuguese. What's your Tinder, babe? <laughs> 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 oh, hold on, Juliet. Louis is is your yes is your girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly for my Tinder. <laughs> She's that's a trapment, Juliet. That's a trapment. You would have been like Tinder. Okay, yeah, I didn't check the name, but yeah, yeah, exactly. You're just lucky she didn't change her name if you could. <laughs> 
Oh, what a blast, man. Matthew, thank you so much. Once again, I appreciate it. Um, you take care of yourself. You stay safe. Keep uh, keep making us laugh, guys. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in, guys, tonight. I hope you had a good time, and um, I'll see you next week. Matthew, any last words? Vive the fucking cone. <laughs> That's a perfect way to go out. Normally, normally it's like bike drop, but... <laughs> yeah, the cone drop. That's it. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a great week. Stay safe and stay away from the protests. <laughs> Ciao, man. <laughs>